welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Conversations. This is the women's edition and I am Tori Anderson and I will let my beautiful co-host introduce themselves. I am Crystal Fulton and I'm Alicia Halliburton. Okay and so tonight we have a topic that has lots of lots of layers. Um, we're going to be talking about health but we're going to be talking about health and um, I guess uh many there's many areas of health so we're going to talk a little bit about relationships we're going to talk about diet we're going to talk a little bit about um you know self-care things of that and health in our families and just being a, a mom a wife let me say that first a wife and a mom and you know just what health looks to us okay. so as we talk in the area of health one of the first questions that i want to ask you ladies is as a wife and a mom, what does holistic health mean or what does that look to you guys? And whoever wants to go flirt, go first, have at it. Um, I'll go first. Um, as far as like holistic health, I would say holistic health is, you know, mind, body, soul is taking care of your whole being. Also taking care of your, like taking care of your spirit um, as well as your body and um, your mind. And the one thing I actually heard our pastor at Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center Ambassadors, I heard him say in one of the messages, I believe it was the message, um, renewing the woman that's on fire. Like he said, which one is more important, your spiritual health or your physical health? And I had never heard anybody put it in that context. And then he went on to further explain like your spiritual health is what's important and it's so true because there have been times where something has been going on on the inside of me and it wasn't it was manifested in the physical but it was really something spiritual that I was dealing with and I had to combat that thing spiritually as opposed to oh, okay let me um take a herb or let me take you know, this thing to get rid of. And I was talking to somebody about that the other day where I was like, um, I was taking all these different herbs to combat this thing and it helped, it helped me sleep, it helped me relax. But when I was faced with certain situations, that thing would come right back. So it's so important to take care of that spiritual, your, your spiritual being first. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, I, I was also thinking kind of on the same lines. When you say holistic, though, the word that comes to my mind is balance. Mm -hmm. And kind of like you were saying, Crystal, um, you know, there are a lot of components that would fall into that. You know, of course, thinking about your physical health, making sure that you're drinking enough water, eating the right foods. Um, you mentioned a huge one, your spiritual health, you know, spending time in prayer, meditating, listening to the word, building yourself mm -hmm. up, like that's huge. Um, and then of course, also emotional health. And you, you again brought up what I was just thinking, like they're all so intertwined and interconnected. And you were talking about how you had something to manifest in the physical, but it was a spiritual thing. And I've experienced both but also the opposite to where like mm. I may be thinking something's wrong spiritually but really I need some sleep or I need to take some vitamins or you know my hormones are off because I just had a baby so it's just so important for us to I think have awareness of where we are like in our health because I know for me I really struggle at times with balancing them all. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's so interesting because just earlier this week, I would, you know, things have really picked up like in our business, you know, I have two small children. And so I've been on the go, 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 but I haven't been, um, I, I was praying in the spirit and what came up was like, how much water have you drank today? Mm -hmm um you know did you eat <laughs> and sometimes even my mom she'll text me like did you eat and I'm like oh hmm, it's three o'clock and no I have not eaten like it is very important and so again like I find myself having to keep that in check and keep that in balance because like you said holistic health 
it all combines together and all of those components are important. You know, it's so funny that you said it about the water. I literally had the same thing this week because I got, um I buy like the big things about the water. It's like 30 something ounces. And I'm like, okay, I need to drink three of these a day and I'm good. And so with, it's just been like, kind of like you, Alicia, just a whole lot going on this week, um, just some transitions and stuff. And I was just feeling really sluggish. And I was like, what is going on? I'm, I didn't stop taking my sea moss. Like what? Like, cause I'm, I'm avid about the sea moss, y'all. But y'all know that. <laughs> but I was like, what is really going on? And then I was like, you, Alicia praying in the spirit. And I was like, I hadn't had any water. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I've drank not even one bottle of water. I'm like, that's why I'm, you know, feeling crazy. When I, I won't say feeling crazy, but just feeling so blah and sluggish and you know we weren't going outside I take the kids outside like every day and you know even if they play outside sometimes I may just walk around in the backyard just to you know get that vitamin d and get like my muscles moving and things like that um but to answer the question I kind of uh about the holistic health you know I was kind of like with you Crystal because when I thought about this question a scripture that came up was first Timotheus four and eight and it talks about your spiritual health being more important than your physical health and I know one thing that we hear a lot particularly here at Empowerment of Faith is that you know especially when it comes to teachers um you know you can't teach the word if you're out of shape you can't teach the word you know your spirit is wanting you to go on and teach but you can't walk down the street because you got a breath you know mm -hmm. so one thing I thought about that scripture and then another scripture that came up when I thought about it, uh, this question was, if you um, live out of your spirit, so you won't fulfill the list of the flesh. And a lot of times, especially when it comes to health and it comes to food, you know, that's the enemy is heavily involved in that, heavily, heavily involved in that. Because um, I think about a few years ago, my sister went to, she studied abroad when she was in college and she went to Italy and she talked about how the fresh foods, natural foods, was way cheaper than the junk food. And mm -hmm. so she was just telling us that they had to go out their way if they wanted junk food. But here in America, you know, it's easy. Junk food is the easiest thing to get. It's addictive. You know, you you love those sugars, full of sugars and all type of stuff, you know, antifreezes in the food and who knows what else. And just not to go on a tangent, but you know, me and my husband were just talking about this a couple of weeks ago. The reason why kids love junk food and pizza because it's in the TV, it's in the it's in their cartoons, it's yeah. in what they're watching, you know, and it's it's easy. So I guess to go back and answer the question is I kind of think about with you, Crystal, that it's just first you gotta make sure that you're dominating that mind, that you're living out of the spirit, because once you're doing that, your spirit, I've I have lived this. My spirit has told me to get up and drink a green smoothie. Or my spirit has told me to have oatmeal instead of, you know, eating this or that. And if you listen to it, you know, because your spirit's not gonna tell you wrong. Your flesh will your flesh will kill you and you think you're having a good time. So yeah. That is so true, Tori. I'm sorry. Did I interrupt you? Were no, you fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, that's so true because that actually happened to me this morning, um, where I was like, okay, I'm gonna get up. This is what I'm gonna do throughout my day. And I really was seeking the father on, you know, my time management. And I was like, um, this is what I'm gonna do. And my spirit was like, okay, you need to drink a green smoothie. And it was literally a green smoothie. And um, like you said, the enemy will try to block that. And it was like, I got up, I got the kids food ready. And I almost forgot about the green smoothie and <laughs> almost forgot to even eat period. And finally, I just went ahead and I was like, you know what? I had to be intentional and just be like, okay, let me go make this green smoothie and sit down and drink it real quick. Mm -hmm. And it was just so funny. <laughs> it was so funny because once I did that, my twins were like, yay, mommy, yay, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it's so true. The enemy will like just any little thing to distract you from whatever the, you know, Holy Spirit is trying to lead you to do. But yeah, when you said that green smoothie, I'm like, yep, that happened this morning. That's that's so funny. Um, because I also had a 
green smoothie this morning and I didn't finish it. So I, I didn't get the, the gold star for today. But I'm going to get my gold star tomorrow. Um, but no, I, I'm so glad that you guys are highlighting how the Holy Spirit can lead you even in physical things or even in something as simple as drinking a smoothie, drinking your water. I think sometimes we get so deep <laughs> that we think that, you know, the father only cares about us speaking in tongues and, you know, doing all of those things, casting out demons. No, he, wa he wants you to eat right. He wants you to do what you, you know, like that's just as important. And um, so I'm glad that you brought that up because when we don't, when we when we aren't in control of those areas, it creates an access door. Um, you know, Tori, even you were just saying earlier about like how you're feeling sluggish and, you know, and, and that sort of thing. Like when we aren't our best self, things suffer because of that. You know, like we aren't, I know I'll speak for myself. Like I'm not as sharp. Like my mind is almost foggy. If I'm not, you know, doing my vitamins, I'm definitely super tired all the time. It's hard enough when you got a, a baby who don't sleep. <laughs> so, 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 you know, we really have to um, prioritize those things. So I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. I have a, a question for y'all. Do y'all ever, because I know when I go without sleep, I find myself like overeating. Do y'all ever like, do y'all have any habits like that or things that you just like? Because I, I, I bring that up because I know Alicia, you talked about the balance. And I was, honestly, y'all, I was probably like 24, 25 before I realized like that was something that I did. Um, because I used to wonder like, why am I so hungry? And I'm like, and once I realized that, I was like, oh, I'm not hungry. I'm sleepy. Mm -hmm. okay, so do y'all have anything? You know, and, and also it's just having knowledge, Alicia, like yeah. are you, you having knowledge about your body, how your yeah. body works, having knowledge about how the body works. And, you yeah. know, the father is just so let me let me not get on a tangent. But yeah, y'all can answer the question. Oh, yeah. Both of those are good. But Crystal, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. <laughs> OK, <laughs> that, I, I just jumped right in. But um, let me answer your question first. So. I can't say that I have that exact thing, but I definitely have noticed just like you said, like the more aware that I am, that I pick up on different things. Um, and actually me and Demetrius uh, were just talking about one thing and that was, you know how sometimes people have a hard day and they're like, oh, I need a drink. Yeah. I need sugar. That is what I crave when I've had a long day or a hard day and I had to realize like, wait a minute, like me eating, why am I, why am I wanting cookies at the same time, you know, every day or like, what is that? Or when I'm um, under more stress, then I want more sweets. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely an area that I'm like, wait a minute, this not, something's not right here. So that um, correlation with the stress and my sweet tooth. So that's something that, you know, I'm actually, I'm actively working on, like, how do I find something more, <laughs> more healthy? And then of course, you know, fruit has been um, an alternative that I'm trying now for whatever reason, y'all, I have been like, I'm, and I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but of uh, uh, what is, I'm, I'm trying to put it in the right tense. I have a food aversion to fresh fruit. I don't know. Like, I don't want to eat fresh fruit for whatever reason. I've had a hard time with that. So I'm working on like, just eat the fruit. Like I would rather <laughs> blend it in a smoothie and I'll drink veggies and fruit than eat it raw for whatever reason. So anyways, so trying to make healthy substitutes for the sugar, if that answers your question. Yeah, I feel that mine was coffee and I'm telling you, I overcame it. No, let me be specific. Mine was Starbucks. So not only was I filling myself up with sugar, but my wallet was filling it too. So, but yeah, so, but I overcame that and, and cause I know me and you talked about it. So I know you can too. That is awesome. You need to talk about that. Cause I know we got some Starbucks junkies listening right now. They need to know how you broke your coffee addiction or however you want to put it. Well, well Crystal, do you want to go first before I answer or? Go ahead and answer since we're on it. You know, scripture tells us those old desires will come up to pull us away. 
And so even now I have to say, nope, I don't want that coffee. Like I just, I want it because I see Starbucks. Like, no. And and honestly, look, when I, um, my husband was like, he looked at the bank statement, it was like Starbucks and Amazon. And I was like, this is embarrassing. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not this is embarrassing. So, yeah. <laughs> you got caught with <laughs> Yeah, like, be, it used to be so funny, y'all. Like, I would try to sneak and cover up my Starbucks cups, and Dorora would bust me out quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> She's my favorite. Well, I guess we'll have to backtrack, Crystal, so you can um, give your input on, um, I guess, what you've noticed about your body, too. For me, it was not overeating. Mine was not eating at all. Like, I would just not eat, especially after having kids. Before having kids, it was, I was a uh, fast food go-to, my weakness. Like, I would just love to, I want to try this and try that and try this. But after having kids, it was just uh, just being so wrapped up in what I have to do with them. I would just not eat. And then when I did remember to eat, it would be something just kind of quick and not really something that I took into consideration. Okay, I need to put some vegetables with this. I need to um, probably not eat this fried and all of that. Um, it was more so just not eating. And then when I did eat, it was just, let me just get some real quick to just swallow it down and go on about my way. Woo. Yeah. I felt that. Cause that, that was me too. It's just the not eating. And I didn't realize until you just said it, but it definitely stemmed from having kids. So I blame them because <laughs> <laughs> you're just so busy doing everything else. Um, and, you know, again, that's another, I guess, thing to be aware of that our bodies, they change and, um, you know, our metabolism changes, my our appetite changes, you know, all we just go through so many changes. Um, but then another thing, Tori, that you said earlier, you were talking about the emotional ties to food. And what I also learned about myself was that if it's not something I want to eat, then I just won't eat. So that is another thing. Like I, I was a, a really emotional eater and driven by that. And, um, I was talking with this young lady who, um, used to have a eating disorder and she has since been delivered from that. Um, but it was so empowering to hear the um, changes that she made. And one of the things that she said was that she had to rewire her brain to eat for fuel versus eating for pleasure. And I know that, you know, like you were saying earlier about like society just, it, it's just so inundated, like pizza and fast mm -hmm. food and what's easy, what's quick, what tastes good. We eat for taste, like our whole, everything is driven by that and by what makes you feel good. Um, and, you know, <laughs> the more I think about it, I'm just like, wow, that is not of the father. Like nothing. Why is it that we think this area is any different? Like we shouldn't be driven and controlled by the cravings of our flesh. That's not just sex or, you know, porn or, you know, whatever people put in that category. Like this applies to food too. <laughs> so um, when you were talking about that emotional ties and even how you were trying to change yourself from the outside in versus the inside out. And so I know that, you know, moving forward, like that's what I'm doing daily. I'm trying to change the way that I think about, right. about this thing and uproot it fully. And then my body will follow. Then I'll, you know, be able to stick with it. Um, so yeah, breaking those emotional, we got soul ties with food. Ooh, that's my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know one thing that really helped me, um, and even as I stopped, like, because I, and then another thing, I just realized I would just spend so much time thinking about food, like, I'm like, and then one day I got convicted, like, the Holy Spirit was like, stop calling yourself a foodie. I was like, oh, that's a good point. Like, I'm setting myself up to just think about food. I'm setting myself up to crave food and desire food, like, all the time. And it was like, I was desiring food more than I was desiring being in the word, more than I was desiring, you know, I spent more time thinking about that. And one thing that really helped me was I was listening to a teaching. And one thing that Dr. Larry said, he was like, dominate the, dominate the mind and the body will follow. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so true because I just thought a lot about, I know we talked a lot about birth a couple episodes ago, but you know, I'll be quick to tell somebody, oh, birth is all about the mind. You know, it's all about, mm-hmm. it's, it's a mind thing, but here I am. I can't even control myself drinking a caramel macchiato. And I was like, wow, like there's just so many areas of, it's so much, um, I think people, that dominating dominating your mind and changing your mind people don't realize how in-depth and how intertwined that is and how much we have to change you know one thing that we have learned is that our spirits don't miss anything and like with there being so much information so much social media so much stuff coming forth it's easy for thoughts and and desires to just get implanted and you know you don't even know what you don't even know how that desire got there well we saw something so yep I know for me, um, one of the things that helped me is um, seeing myself as valuable and seeing myself the way Elohim sees me. Like he sees me as valuable. He gave me this body. So I need to value what he's given me. So I need to watch what I put in it. You know, I need to, if he's telling me to eat, you know, a piece of broccoli or something, I need to eat that broccoli and not, you know, a piece of chicken or, you know, something like that. So that's really helped me is realizing, okay, I'm valuable. I need to value what he's given me. He's given me this body and it's only temporary. So why not make the best of what he's already given me? He's given me this body to manage. Then on top of that, you know, I'm, I also, you know, look at the fact that the way that I, even though I'm feeding them good food and they might be eating it, if they don't see me eating it, they're not going to grow up eating those foods that I even, <laughs> I even fed them. It'll be just like, okay, yeah, we ate some green beans, but mama was eating some fried chicken. So I'm going to grow up and eat fried chicken. Alicia, I don't know if you want to say something. I don't want to say I'm just I want to cry I feel so convicted but you are right because that is me like I really um so transparent moment Judah Halliburton my young my son he eats cheese pizza and french fries that's it that's all he he does love fruit he'll eat he'll eat fruit and so I'm learning like okay even if I can't get him I get him to drink a green smoothie and I can put you know a bunch of stuff in that outside of that he's not touching nothing green but anyway and when I was pregnant with him all I ate was cheese pizza and french fries you know fast food stuff that was quick so it's like man you just don't even realize how much (laughs) you're shaping your children and um so so you're right And, and it's more about setting that example so that is why honestly I have been making the changes I'm making because I know that they are watching and with Ms. Anaya the the youngest (laughs) she is completely different and I do feel like a part of that is because I've made certain changes and she'll eat whatever, you know, she, she definitely, but I'm just praying and y'all can please pray with me that Judah will uh, get it together and um, uh, what's the word, just open his mind and try new things. But he is me. He is me. Like, how can I be mad? So, yeah. I would say this, Alicia, it's everyday thing, listening to the Holy Spirit. Like it's, it's not like, you know, I wake up every day and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to eat some vegetables today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really every day just making that, you know, exchange because I know for me, I don't know about y'all, but for me, um, I really do have to be intentional about it. Like I really, it's really something I have to be intentional about. And some days are better than others, but I wake up the next morning like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to drink more water today. Or, you know, I need to do this, not only for myself, but for my family, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because we're also influenced, we're influencing our children, but we're also influencing our husband. Uh, You know, I'm not sure how y'all's husbands eat, but, you know, (laughs) we influence them too, so. Yeah, so two things that I wanted to mention. Uh, The first time, you know, Crystal, when you were talking about, um, just how, you know, you feeding your kids the healthy things and then you may be eating something else. One thing that came up in me was that, you know, scripture tells us to love our neighbor as ourselves, And we know that 
um, from the Hebrew, love is to reveal the father. Right. And so even through our eating, we have to treat ourselves with love. You know, the father, would, some of the stuff we put in us, the father would not, would not ever, ever put that in front of us. And we, and I won't say we, but people eating it and giving him thanks for it. Don't thank him for it because he didn't give you that. He did not give you that. Um, <laughs> um, and another thing that I know, Crystal, you mentioned that it's an everyday thing. I know at one point I was just like, Father, break this desire for pizza in me. Make me not want this pizza. Because at one point, like, because my husband loves pizza. And so pizza is easy. You know, you can eat off of it for a few days and mm-hmm. it's like, the leftovers. It's the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and it got to the point I was just like, I, I don't want to continue hurting myself. Like, you know, I don't wanna because at one point the Holy Spirit was really dealing with me about my health and just telling me like changes that I need to make and I wasn't listening. And so it really, I was just like, okay, Father, you did this. You broke this in me. I need you to break this, this, and this, and this. And I will be completely honest. I won't say I've never eaten pizza again because I have, but I definitely, that desire, just feeling like I got to have it all. I don't have, I don't have that. And it's been times where my family has literally eaten pizza and I made me something else. Or, you know, my family, and, and a lot of times Gabriel will eat what I eat. That's my Anaya. Like he eats mm-hmm. whatever and Judah, uh, Judah, Dorora eats just like her dad. So, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Oh boy, um, this is good to me. I've been listening to this podcast <laughs> myself. <laughs> well, I I do have something, Crystal. Earlier, you talked about um, how basically you have to be intentional, but also you go to the next day and say, you know what, I'm going to be better today. And I'm really glad that you said that because one of the things I've also had to watch is not holding myself in guilt and Mm -hmm. not um, allowing, because, you know, we are what we think. And if we, sometimes we can keep ourselves in a particular place, because like you were saying, Tori, like, I'm not a foodie. I need to change the way that I that I view myself. And so it's the same thing. It's like, well, if I'm always beating myself up about not doing it, how can I ever do it? Like, <laughs> have some confidence. Start fresh the next day. If you mess up, just pick it up the next day. You know, every day isn't going to be perfect every single day um so I'm glad that you that you brought that up and then the other thing that you said was how we influence our husbands oh my goodness so Mr. Halliburton is very much aware of this and this is this is an area like I'll just be fully transparent because um you know our bodies all all of our bodies are made different and one of the things like me and Demetrius could eat the same exact thing, but our bodies will process it differently. And so, you know, for a while, like he's been wanting to make changes, wanting to lose weight. And he would all, <laughs> Ooh, I'm telling on myself bad. So he would always basically say like, you know, I need your support or, or whatever. And to me, I'm like, okay. I support you, but, you know, you have to do it for yourself as well. So, you know, if you want to be on a diet, then do you. (laughs) Me personally, I don't want to be on the diet, so I won't. And I, oh my gosh, I feel terrible now saying that out loud, but I realized like he was right. He really, you know, me, first of all, I go grocery shopping. So that alone, like if it's not in the house, then that eliminates half the problem right there. Um, And then me setting the tone, that has made all of the difference. And my husband has lost uh, 30 pounds in uh, several months, you know, just the past few months, just by me making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm. And I am so... (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's one of those things like, man, I wish I would have did this, you know, months ago. Like it, I do have to hold myself accountable because, you know, anyway, so I'm not going to dwell on that. But um, just to your point, like we really do make a difference in our household. 
Yeah. And I know there was this one incident where <laughs> I was uh, doing the green smoothie challenge. And in the midst of doing the green smoothie challenge, uh, I was having, he would come home with food and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could eat that. I want to eat that. And I'm like, why does he come home with all of this stuff? I, I, I can't eat it. And um, eventually he stopped. But then the tables had turned. I went grocery shopping and I had got like some veggie chips that he told me not to, you know, he was like, you know, don't get those. I'm addicted to those. And I got them and brought them in the house. And it's like, okay, now it has to be some type of balance. If I don't want him bringing in these foods to help, you know, so I can um, stay healthy, I have to do the same for him. So yeah, I was like totally convicted of that. So um, when you were talking, I thought about that, Alicia. Yeah, I'm gonna have to throw away my stash. And and that's the thing though. Hold on, like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, stop. I'm <laughs> you got a stash? But when you said that, Crystal was like, I used to, I used to buy stuff and I would just hide it. And he would see, he would catch me eating it, and then he would try to find my hiding spot. So I, I have stuff underneath chairs in the closet, uh, in my kids' rooms. Like, yes, I'm guilty, girl. <laughs> but I'm, I have repented. I'm a change. Uh, that's all that matters. That's that's real talk. I have. <laughs> I've given up that lifestyle. I love your transparency, but like, but because I'm gonna have to be honest too. I, I would hide food too, but my reason was different because uh, I had because I hate grocery shopping. So I was like, we gonna start grocery shopping every two weeks unless we need fresh stuff, and so I would hide stuff so DJ would eat it all because Girl. if I or if I bought crackers or whatever he like he's gonna eat it in that one setting and then come back three days later and say we ain't got no snacks and I'm like yeah because you eat them all so yeah so I feel that on the high snack. but he did he just came around and he was just like you know we gotta make changes and um so yeah we stopped like he'll tell me to stop buying it and then I'll say, well, we don't have any snacks in the house. So if y'all have any recommendations for healthy snacks, you know, throw them my way. Let us know so that I can, you know, feed my husband better. You know what? I, can we talk about that really quick? I think that would be good. Like, what are your favorite go-to healthy snacks for the husband, for yourself, for your kids? Like, what, what do you guys do? I personally like plantain chips. The, that's oh. something I really really like um, and somebody else said uh, cassava chips were good I haven't tried those yet but um, that's a snack but um, is it a what specific else? brand that you like or where, where do you get them um, no nah. um, Walmart has what is it the it's G-O-Y-A Goba mm -hmm. um, brand and that's okay um, I like shopping at I tend to shop at like um international stores like indian stores and they have them there okay um so yeah that's one of i would consider a healthier snack yeah i love that um my kids love fruit so i keep bananas oranges I, I my kids love beers me and DJ aren't a big berry person but I've recently discovered blackberries I didn't know how good they were I had them for the first time like six months ago and I'm like oh my gosh um but it's easier for us in the summertime because my husband loves uh cantaloupe and honeydew he loves them so that's I just like that's something that I can't hide that but at the same time I'm like I'm not about to punish you for eating fruit so um we do that and um well I guess peanut butter wouldn't necessarily be healthy but in you know in moderation it's mm -hmm. okay and we do um uh, also Target has a really good trail mix and I like it because that's the only trail mix I've had that wasn't salty every trail mix I ever had I don't eat a lot of it because of all the salt but we get that and actually all of us like that like this whole family likes nuts so is that the one that Judah was eating the uh, 
No, not that one. That one was good, though. But it's another one. I can't remember the name of it, but I've tried most of them, and I'm a fan because it's just the, just the salt. It's just, I mean, anyways, we could talk hours on salt, but. Um, I also like cucumbers. I'm just like, I love cucumbers. I'm a pickle person, so I love, love, love cucumbers. Pickle cucumbers. And I don't know if this makes a difference, but I prefer English cucumbers over just regular cucumbers. I don't know what it is, the longer cucumbers, yeah. but they just taste so much better to me. And I will eat that before I eat another one or a regular cucumber. <laughs> okay, yeah. chips. I don't know about uh, plantain chips or English cucumbers. So, but yeah, I'm boring. I don't really have any like fancy stuff. We do fruit and nuts. That's like our... Um, go to for healthy healthier snacks or whatever so boring does either one of y'all eat salt on watermelon no ma'am <laughs> so what am i i haven't tried telling me but i'm like i hear people talking about it the <laughs> they say it's good so i was just wondering i mean I wouldn't eat it again, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, it's not, hor it's not just, oh my gosh, it's so gross, but to me, but uh, I would just rather have just the watermelon off the ground, just how it is, so, yeah. Yeah, that's not help. I just feel like that, you might as well not eat watermelon if you're going to pour salt all over it, but yeah, I, know, I don't, I get, don't that. get it either, but I was just wondering if either one of y'all had tried that. No offense to the people who put salt on their watermelon, but right. I, I <laughs> Now, one thing I will do, I will do salt on my melons, just a little bit of salt on it. I do that like the honeydew and cantaloupe and stuff. Mm. And that so I it just do. brings the flavor out, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because that's what salt does, and you know, even when you put it like in cookies and stuff. So I guess from that point, <laughs> that makes sense. Sorry, I was just trying to, <laughs> trying to understand, like, why would you want salty watermelon? But I guess thinking about like the purpose, that's, that makes more sense. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> no I'm laughing because <laughs> anyways anyways okay so another question that you kind of hit on with the tips of as far as healthy snacks what healthy tips do you guys recommend for productive wives and moms and we say productive over busy because we have productive wives so I know for me it would be to um prioritize yourself because like I said my thing was I would totally just forget about me um, and just take care of everybody else. But in order to be productive, you have to take care of you. You know, you have to also um, include yourself. And that was one thing I had, I believe it was a post that I had read about a woman who she said, when she said to put myself first, she would fall into mom guilt. So she would say, I've, I'm just going to include myself. And so I was like, okay, well, if that's how you have to put it, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, you have to make yourself just as important as, you know, your family, because if you're not here, if you're not healthy, um, then, I mean, how can they be taken care of? You know, you got to take care of yourself first. And um, also think about um, the example on the airplane, how they tell you to put the mask on you first then put the mask on your kids so you know you got to take care of you first and then you can you know um effectively take care of other people yeah that's that's yeah that's good I think uh, one of the things that has helped me is meal planning mm. and um I used to try to meal prep and that was not sustainable, but meal planning has helped me tremendously. Um, just knowing what I'm going to cook because for the life of me, it's like, what? <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. One day I was just doing the math. I was like, I'm really responsible for 82 meals a week. That's a lot for four people that need to eat three times a day. Minimally, that is 82 times. That's 82 <laughs> meals a week. Okay. I have to come up with a plan because it was just, it was just becoming too much, especially when you have this one on wants to eat that, this one don't eat, you yes. know, like that can be a lot. So <laughs> meal planning has really changed the game for me. Um, and also one thing I like to do is break it into categories. So, because sometimes I can't think of what 
to cook. So I'll have like Hispanic, you know, Mexican night and I'll come up with an idea from that. Okay, let's do, you know, rice beans, you know, and I can easily pull some meal ideas if I think break it in category. Okay, we're going to have Caribbean night. Okay, we're going to have American night or, you know, whatever. So that's one practical thing that has helped me just organizing like what we're going to eat. And so I always once a week, um, you know, before I make my grocery list, meal plan first, what are we going to eat? Oh, before that, look in the fridge, see what you already have and that you can make a meal out of first, then, you know, come up with your other meals, then come up with your grocery list, and then go off of that. So that's one thing that has helped me um, keep it organized. I totally agree with that, Alicia. Like, um, when I meal plan, it's, we have like a strict budget, you know, like you said, you know, we're feeding for different people and in our household it's the same like we all eat different things and I'm trying to get us all to you know get on the same thing but um there are times when we're all eating different things so that makes for like it can be pretty expensive mm -hmm. and when we do when I meal plan I've noticed that um I'll make a list my grocery list based on my plan and it goes right in the budget but when I don't do that it's so easy to overspend mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just, yeah, I totally agree with that. I'm glad you said that, Crystal, because I was actually about to say the same thing, that when you prep like that, um, so if I know that I'm a cook, like, if we're going to do Mexican night, okay, I know that my, my family likes burrito bowls. So I got black beans for burrito bowls, but I also got black beans to make that black bean soup. So it definitely does, you know keep you um in budget but one thing that has definitely helped me is cooking like two meals in one night yeah so like because it was also just a time thing just with dj schedule and then you know i mean y'all know thursday nights are a long night um and so just trying to because those would be the nights where unfortunately my kids will have pizza because i'm just we're busy and mm -hmm. so just like planning to cook two meals on one night would spill over into I don't have to cook this day my husband has leftovers uh and my husband also has um lunch when he goes to work but also I don't know about y'all but cooking every day for me was frustrating I was like I'm tired of cooking every day I'm tired of cleaning up every day my I know Gabriel is gonna throw food on the floor every single day but eliminating a couple nights a week of cooking and just having to do the cleanup it just was kind of like a easier you know I guess an easier dynamic or an easier setup um because I mean and don't get me wrong my husband we we definitely do it together but you know especially on the weekends when he's working all weekend you know now I gotta do it all by myself and I got baths and you know all of that so it's just another and that was another reason y'all why I would just order pizza because yeah. I want to clean up I want to clean up I want to like <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all these paper plates and we gonna roll with it yeah. so yeah, I definitely, I, I love all the tips. I feel all of Yeah, them. yeah, you have to make it as easy as possible for you. And I love what you said, like thinking about, okay, when are those busy nights? Like planning and preparing for that so that you make it as easy on yourself as possible. So one thing um, that I also do to, to your point about like cleaning up and stuff. So on those nights, what about a, a crock pot soup where I literally everything I just throw in there and you know at least it's it reduces the mess and that's another thing that I've started doing that's really helped although now it's getting hot so I don't know if I'm gonna <laughs> what I'm gonna do but doing a soup for the week um because I know I always have at least something to fall back on like that's already in the refrigerator you know that we can eat heat up really quick so um and you know you make a lot of it so and, and like you said trying to cook those two meals but is it just me because these kids are eating like grown people <laughs> and leftovers are becoming less of a thing these days I'm like I'll be blessed if I can stretch this like I used to be able to pack a lunch and we would yeah. eat dinner off of one meal that that don't happen no more so I don't know it's just me <laughs> Yes, it's the, yes. it's the kid syndrome. They just, just gosh, just Ooh. eat so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the ten month old. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs>
for our last question that as we are we talked about we we are all wives we are all moms um so i have a question for you ladies what form of self-care do you guys use well i'll uh i'll start okay so one thing that i have actually found to be very helpful is really integrating um one thing that i have been making more of a point of is working out making sure i'm including that and kind of i believe you mentioned it a couple episodes back alicia it's just that that accepting that trying to keep up with the things that you were doing before you had kids Mm -hmm. um and i would when i had just one baby it was easy to go to the gym i could take her to that daycare i could go do what i needed to do and now we got covid and two babies later like that's not happening so one thing that has because I know how much better I feel when I work out like my body my mind like everything is just better um but so one thing I started doing was I make Dorora my workout partner and she loves it she loves it and sometimes she'll stop and watch Paw Patrol but she'll come back but you know she loves it and while we're doing that a lot of times DJ is watching Gabriel so they're kind of like spending time together um so and also like with and, and I know everybody can't necessarily have a babysitter, but when my babysitter comes, uh, even though my to-do list is a million miles long, I make sure that I take time to pray. I make sure I take time to spend some time in the word because if spiritually I'm not, you know, taking care of that, nothing else is gonna be in order. So those are kind of like my but the, I guess to answer the point, the working out is really like my self-care thing that I am working on right now because my goal is to do a 5K. And I was actually getting ready for a 5K and then, you know, COVID hit and gym shut down and I got pregnant shortly after. So, but it's still a goal. It is still a goal for me. So That was a series of events, but you're going to kill the 5K. I already know. Oh, wow. Self-care, self-care. Go ahead, Crystal. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still thinking. I mean, uh, mine is pretty much almost the same as what Tori was saying. Um, mine definitely had to start, had to start to include meditating and studying. Um, I just, I had gains, I've gained so much from just meditating and um listening to messages when you know when I meditate and when I start my day off just really listening to the father getting quiet before the father and my day is just totally different from when I don't do those things I'm easily agitated easily just distracted it's just you know there's just so much that happens when I don't take that time out to meditate. And that's what I um, meant earlier when I said, you know, putting yourself first also is like taking that time out to like really build yourself up and um, get prepared for the day. With my twins, those, (laughs) my days can be pretty hectic. Um, But, you know, I think Elohim for them, they're a blessing and I love them. They're, they're very active. And then on top of that, like basically like what Tori said is um, including exercise. Like one of the things when um, I started doing is I have um, a little Fitbit and um, it calculates my steps. Well, before I got pregnant and I would walk all the time, I would work out all the time. So my, my steps would be like, over 20, you know, 20,000, but now it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm good if I get a whole 10,000 in. And like you said, Alicia is not falling into that guilty, like, you know, this is, this is weak. Like I I used to do better than this, but really just constantly trying to do better. But um, yeah. And another thing you said, Tori was including the kids, you know, I'll, they they get excited about taking walks. They're like, yeah, we're supposed to go take a walk. Um, or they go play in the playground and I play with them. You, you really just helped me so much because, um, you know, you were talking about meditating, spending time in the word, listening, listening to the word. And I get so much from that, but it wasn't until I was today years old when I made the shift that it's not an obligation. I, I was viewing it as an obligation mm-hmm. rather than self-care. Like that is self-care. So I'm so glad that you said that. Um, 
because yeah, I think I've almost been treating it more like I have to do this. I need to do this versus like, I get to do this. Like, man, this is feeding me. And just like that, you know, I, like, I know that, I know that I gained so much for it and I benefit and I'm grateful for it, but just making that shift, like, wow, that is self-care. Cause I was kind of scratching my head trying to think like, what am I doing for self-care? Because we usually think of self-care as, oh, go get your nails done right. and go, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so the other thing though, is I do love being outside. I'm so glad that the weather is getting, you know, nicer, but I love being outside. So that's definitely something that I do and I will do more of now that it's getting nicer. Just be outdoors. Yeah. And, and I love that you say that Alicia, definitely that mindset shift is taking place in you. Because when I realized that um, one thing I wanted to stop, actually, I had said that I needed a break or my husband helped me get a break. And actually, Dr. Larry was teaching one day and he was out. He really convicted me. Well, let me say the Holy Spirit convicted me through him. Um, But he said that if you spend more time in a word, you spend more time meditating, you spend more time focused on the father, you won't need a break. You won't be snapping out on your kid. Mm -hmm. Life won't be hectic. And I was like, he's right. He's 100% right. And when I feel that coming up or when I, cause I, I was like, I'm completely the phrase. I need a break. I'm getting rid of that. I'm not saying. Mm -hmm. that. And so when I stopped saying that it was, it's now it's like, okay, I need to meditate more. Okay. I need to spend some time in the word and it's really, and, and, and words are so powerful, you know, like we talked about the whole foodie thing, you know, we definitely have to change our precept and our attitude and, you know, just stop speaking stuff over ourselves that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Like stop giving the enemy access through your words and your attitude and let me stop, not, not preach tonight. But so did you guys have any finalities that you guys wanted to uh, share with our audience? Nope. <laughs> like you want one tonight, Alicia. <laughs> that was good right there. <laughs> okay, with that being said, we thank you guys for joining us with the, in this episode of Kingdom Conversations. Um, and please be sure to like and share and comment if you guys liked anything or if you have any food tips or other tips that you would like to share with us. And we will see y'all next time.